Chapter 9 of the Pony Rider Boys and the Alkali. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Kenneth Sergeant Gagan. The Pony Rider Boys and the Alkali by Frank G. Payton. Chapter 9 the boys discover a river where's that river you were talking about demanded the lads when the outfit pulled up at noon next day didn't you see it smiled parry not a river answered ned gazing about him then allowing his glance to rest on the face of the guide to determine if parry was making sport of them i'm not sure myself i know where it should be whether it's there or not is another matter Fetch the shovels, and we'll soon find out. Finding a river with shovels, muttered Stacy. Huh, who ever heard of such a thing? But as soon as the boys had returned with the digging implements, Parry swung the tools over his shoulder and strode confidently to the left of where they were in camp for the noonday rest. The boys followed him, full of curiosity. Finally the guide threw down the tools and and began to run his hands over the hot yellow soil guess the sun's gone to his head muttered ned as he squatted down to observe more closely what the guide was doing the other three lads followed his example in a moment they were on all fours hopping about like so many quadrupeds perry was shaking with laughter as he observed them bow wow bow wow barked chunky jumping on hands and feet, snapping his teeth together suggestively. The boys looked at each other and burst out laughing. They had discovered all at once what a ridiculous figure they were making. "'Sun gone to your head, too, Chunky?' chuckled Ned. "'Oh, no, I forgot. It's dog days,' he added maliciously. "'Your master had better get a collar and chain for you.' "'Then Ned,' laughed Stacy in a high good humor with himself, the guide's voice put a sudden end to their merriment. "'Here's the river,' he cried. "'There's plenty of water in it, too.' The boys gathered around him quickly. "'I don't see any river,' averred Walter. "'There isn't any,' answered Ned in a low voice. "'I'll show you whether there is or not,' snapped Parry, who had overheard the remark. "'You boys think I've gone crazy, don't you? "'You'll find there is something to learn about this old Nevada desert.' some things that you'll never even dream of. Hand me a shovel, please. All at once, Stacy began pushing his companions roughly aside. Here, here, Fatty. What are you trying to do? The others demanded, beginning to struggle with him to prevent being bowled over. I'm saving your lives, cried the fat boy. Saving our lives, cried Ned. Oh, shake the alkali out of your eyes. Yes, you'll fall in and drown. In what? In the river. Don't you see the river right there in front of you? queried Stacy, his eyes fairly beaming with importance. No, no, I don't. If there was a river there, you'd be the first one to fall in, and don't you forget it. Well, what's this? What's this? inquired the professor, approaching. It's a river, answered Stacy solemnly. A river? Yes, sir. Don't you hear it roar? Wish I had a boat. "'Is it water you are digging for, Mr. Perry?' asked Professor Zeppelin. But the guide did not hear the question. 
he was too busy with his mining operations at the moment come on boys he urged get busy here at what asked ned we're with you but we don't know what you want us to do yes can we help you inquired tad of course you can get those other shovels and dig where right here make the dirt fly as fast as you want it i'll show you something in a minute he did all at once the sand beneath him gave way and the pony rider boys all except stacy brown uttered a yell as they sank waist-deep into the soft wet sand perry had felt the sand giving way and with a warning had leaped from the hole the lads had not been quick enough there's no danger don't be alarmed you'll get wet feet that's all what is it asked the professor in amazement water my dear sir water in plenty it's a branch of the pancake river these streams run underground for great distances on the desert but they can change their course so often that you can't place any dependence on them we're lucky boys hurrah for the water shouted the lads keep on digging we haven't got to it yet master stacy will you run to the camp and bring the folding buckets we'll soon have the hole clean so we can dip up some water sure answered the fat boy thrusting his hands in his trouser pockets and strolling off at a leisurely gait as if there were no necessity for haste <laughs> that's chunky's idea of running laughed ned rector jerking his head in stacy's direction the three lads finding there was no danger in their position had made no attempt to clamber from the hole instead they began digging until the dirt flew so fast that the professor was obliged to withdraw somehow most of the dirt seemed to be flying through the air in his direction now the water began to rise above the cave in sand it was a dirty yellow in color and the boys clothing suffered as a result but the youngsters didn't care besides they were cooling off at last the hole had been cleared sufficiently to enable them to dip up some water but Stacy, not having returned with the pails, so the professor was sent to fetch him. He found the lad enjoying himself, tickling the nose of a drowsing burrow. Professor Zeppelin led Chunky out to the water sink by one ear. The lads now quickly dipped up pailful after pailful, which they passed to the guide on the bank. He ran with them to the stock, giving each of the animals a little, so that all might share in the first installment ponies and burros were wide awake now expressing their pleasure in loud whinnies and blatant brays it's foggy on the river laughed ned the burros have started up their foghorns when parry returned he brought with him the drinking cups which he had taken from the saddles is it fit to drink asked ned as the cups were passed down to them it's wet so are we retorted ned but we're dirty uh that's horrible stuff strongly alkaline nodded the professor after sipping gingerly at the brimming cup parry had passed to him do you not think we had better wait a little while until it settles not a second if you're thirsty answered the guide shortly this stream is liable to change its course in the next ten minutes don't you take any chances with the desert stream fill the water bags and the canteens as fast as we can that's what we'll do then if the water holds out 
There'll be time enough to empty our supply and fill it with fresh. Hey, Chunky, all those water bags over here, called Water. Can't, called Stacy. He was sitting on the ground pulling off a shoe. What's the trouble now, snorted Ned. Got a cramp? No, I got a sore toe. Supposing we duck him, suggested Ned. We'll save all the water we have, warned the guide sharply. No nonsense about it, either. The party was in great good humor now that they had found a water hole, and the animals had drunk until their sides were descended like balloons in the process of being inflated. They've had enough, announced the guide, going to the animals, and glancing over the herd sharply. No more water for the present. Then perhaps we might as well be on our way, suggested the professor. Parry did not reply. He was shading his eyes with one hand, gazing intently off over the desert. The professor, following the direction in which the guide was looking, discovered a cloud of dust rising in the air. The cloud was approaching them at a rapid rate. End of chapter 9 Recording by Kenneth Sergeant Gagan